Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall today. Uh, so Aurora and I are here with a very exciting what-if scenario, and we are going to be talking about uh, Disney. We're going to be talking about Disney World, talking about the theme parks, um, talk a little bit about you know movies, things like that. But we are going to be doing the what-if scenario of what if Disney loses Mickey Mouse. Okay, now... I know this is a big topic, and a lot of you are like, oh, why are you talking about that? So here's the thing. There is actually uh, a reasoning behind this. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mickey Mouse, uh, there, there's copyright issues, things like that. So the copyright for Mickey Mouse himself with Disney will be up in 2024, okay? So that means that due to copyright laws, he will be available in the public space under copyright purposes. Now... There's a lot of things that goes into this. So first off, let's get to the history of it. First, when he was created back in 1956, okay? Well, sorry, not 56, but back when he was created, the year he was created, it was a 56-year term for copyright purposes. So someone could have the copyrights to a character or an IP for 56 years. That, <clears throat> that term uh, of time a copyright uh, expires was extended to 75 years then uh, and that was because it was lobbied by uh, Disney uh, lobbyists then uh, Disney lobbied again to get another extension okay then it was lobbied to 95 years that a copyright could stay enforced now um, both of these extensions are playfully called the Mickey Mouse Protection Acts, which I think is just hilarious. I think it's amazing that uh, people come up with that. I love it. It makes me giggle. Um, but note that copyright and trademarks are two different things. Okay? They are two different things. Now, the 95 years will be 2024 that Mickey Mouse is had been created. Okay? So Mickey Mouse then would become available. All right? First off, let's talk about some differences here between copyright and trademarks. Trademarks, basically, not to get too like into the weeds about you know legal terms, things like that. Essentially, trademark is basically like the active usage of an IP that you have, um, and this could be, and this is something that you keep, okay, while you're still actively using that IP, it doesn't go away. This could save Mickey Mouse, okay. Copyright, like we said, is something that expires after 95 years. Then it becomes a public domain. Now. Why is that hugely important, and why is there the big difference? Because Disney, he couldn't be used in any way. Mickey could not be used in any way, which looked like it was coming from Disney, okay? This could save Mickey Mouse. This could keep anyone from ever using him, because how do you do anything with Mickey without making it look like it's coming from Disney, right? He just goes hand-in-hand -hand with the Disney brand so much i don't think people would be able to use him this same thing is actually happening with tarzan uh tarzan when that uh character was created the story was written um there is a trademark on the name tarzan okay so for that reason very few people to, if if anyone has ever tried to use tarzan in the public domain they just don't do it because under trademark purposes they could get sued and it just it scares people off okay so tarzan's protected disney can be used in that same way okay 
there there it should hold people off from from using him and going after him to use in their public domain so you probably won't see off-brand people make like mickey mouse toys and things like that now if they choose to the only mickey mouse that becomes available in 2024 it isn't the mickey mouse we all know today it's only the steamboat willy version that has no gloves okay so it looks very different um and so someone tried to weasel their way in and, and was willing to maybe get sued by Disney at some point um, that they, they could <clears throat> use that Mickey version. And a new version would become available each year for people to try to use um, over time. However, this wouldn't protect less tied characters, okay, the trademark purposes, because Disney is synonymous when it comes to using Mickey Mouse, okay? And he is used in so many different things with them in so many different ways and variations that it will be very difficult for anyone to make something that's that's got Mickey Mouse involved in it for their own purposes that doesn't look like it's coming from Disney, okay? However, Winnie the Pooh, his trademark is actually up coming at the end of this year. So in 2022, Winnie the Pooh <coughs> will be available for the public domain. Winnie the Pooh is not as synonymous as Mickey Mouse. So, you know, there's other characters, you know, Minnie will become available, and then Pluto and Goofy and Donald and all of them will become available at some point as well. Those characters are not as synonymous with Disney as much as Mickey Mouse. So there may be more uh, loopholes, I guess, more ways for people to get around it and actually use those IPs to their advantage. Um... But who knows? You know, maybe Disney starts ramping something up. Maybe they come out with something for Winnie the Pooh in a big way or whatever to kind of hold those trademarks. Um, but Disney has various trademarks on Mickey Mouse in many different ways, many different terms of the trademark of Mickey. And that way, uh, it's going to keep people from being able to uh, use him. Uh, so it, they should be able to protect him. But in this video, that was the first segment of this video. We're going to transition now, and Aurora and I. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Aurora is the three-year-old dachshund on the cover art of the podcast. Uh, she's a big reason for what we do here. Um, actually, first, before we get into the next segment, uh, we will mention that um, actually became uh, Aurora and I have actually become uh, official travel agents uh, recently. Uh, we uh, just finished the College of Knowledge and everything for Disney, so we specialize in Disney vacations, Disney trips, uh, Universal carnival cruise line royal caribbean sandals resorts uh so there's a plethora of different things that we can do um but we are now um travel agents and specialize in disney universal and, and some other things out there so if you guys are looking to take a trip anybody listening out there you're interested please reach out to us um our email is wade at sharethemagictravel.com um, and uh, you guys should be able to uh, reach out to us through our various emails and, and things like that Facebook page and stuff and get in touch with us and we'll be able to redirect you to our websites and things like that um, but yeah just wanted to mention that to you guys uh, in case you're wanting to take a trip if you're listening to this you're probably a Disney fan so reach out if you're looking to take a trip um, we will be able to help give you expert advice our services are completely free um, and so just expert advice tips be able to do a lot of the the work for you when it comes to planning that vacation trip and things like that take the stress off of you um, we'll be able to work within your budget give you uh, tips and advice on how to make it most of a magical trip as we as you can so anyway that's uh that little blurb there but we'll jump into the next segment here okay so aurora was wondering what actually would happen if disney did lose mickey right so here's what we're going to do we're actually going to go down this scenario what would happen if um disney was without mickey moving forward could not use mickey moving forward okay what would happen honestly 
here's a, here's what we're going to say. We don't hate the concept. Um, uh, we really don't hate the concept of what would happen in the scenario. Yes, it would hurt nostalgia. It would hurt longtime traditionalist of Disney. And, and yeah, it would lose a little bit of that sense of, of, of uh, history there, losing Mickey. However, for future growth, new audience and uh, audiences and youth uh, having their current interests be in other other spaces, uh, it, it could be very good. Uh, they have already done well with uh, branching out more Star Wars content, branching out Star Wars content to hit younger uh, viewers. You know, they did a special for for Star Wars uh, for Halloween uh, with Lego Star Wars, things like that. Uh, they're revitalizing like the Muppets. They've done a lot of great things with uh, Marvel. So one, I think they would lean heavily on the Star Wars concept. They already have great Galaxy's Edge uh, land in Hollywood Studios, and this new Star Wars hotel shows that they're willing to invest in that IP. Same with Avengers Campus out in California, but marvel only can be used at california parks okay because of that law they cannot do anything um, with marvel across from the mississippi okay however what i will mention here is simpsons uh the simpsons ip is under disney now and that is universals from a theme park standpoint only until 2028 okay at the latest and universal is going to hold on to that as long as possible now what i think will really happen I personally think Disney would approach Universal at this point, um, and I think they would give uh, them the Simpsons in return for Marvel. Say, hey, take away Marvel out of your parks. We get to do Marvel and Avengers and all that stuff in our East Coast parks, and we'll give you the Simpsons. Okay, We'll let you make more Simpsons movies. We'll write it off to you, everything you want. Right? This could work well because the Simpsons deal is only temporary for Universal anyway. So now Universal can get the Simpsons for the rest of its entirety. And then Marvel can now become a Disney property forever on the East Coast. I think it's a win-win for both sides, right? I believe Universal would understand at some point their Marvel land would need to be redone anyway. So instead of losing out to that IP over time, why not make it something that's going to last forever like The Simpsons if they could acquire it? Disney would use uh, these new theme park IPs to the max. Okay, Now we're not going to go down the road of you know making everything Marvel. Okay, We're only going to talk because there's a lot of things that could happen there. It may not happen, but just based on what they have in place right now, if they don't get that deal done, here's what we think would happen. A new kingdom, I think, could be created, and it could be the kingdom of heroes, okay? This, I think, is where, sorry, th this is if, backtrack, this is if they actually get that done with Universal, because I think that's what they would do. I think they would lobby to get that done, and I think they would be able to use Marvel on the East Coast. I think they should create a new kingdom called the kingdom of heroes, and I think this is where they would focus all the Marvel stuff. Okay. Honestly, I want it to be a fully immersive experience. I want people to not have to, you know, venture right outside of that and then see something else that they, that they may want to do, may not want to do. Like, uh, like, no, this needs to be all Marvel because there's so much you can do with Marvel content. As we've seen, they've only bridged the surface surface of all the characters and things that you can they can use in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's so much other content there, so many other characters they can go with, and so I, I would love the concept of making an entire kingdom new kingdom uh for marvel and i know disney hasn't had talks about rolling out a new kingdom but universal's rolling out a new epic universe and they're starting to try to you know get in on some of that money and and honestly their product's getting better and better at universal i do think disney needs to put in another kingdom 
I think they will they will see longer increase of people going to their parks. I think it'll be great. Um, so I, I do think that this would work out uh, really, really well. I, I, I really, really do. Um, to make a Marvel kingdom called Kingdom of Heroes or something like that, okay? Um, you need to replace... Now, outside of that, outside of the land there to capitalize on Marvel, I think they would need to replace iconic Mickey brands in Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Honestly, I think you stay away from Marvel. Again, I want to focus Marvel into one area because now you're going to have people that are Disney fans right now that you're not going to dilute them away from the Disney parks that are already there. You're just going to capitalize on new people that only want to go to Marvel because there's nothing else there except Marvel. So you will capitalize on uh, young boys. You'll capitalize on the girls who like uh, Marvel. You'll capitalize on new audiences that only want to go and do Marvel instead of, you know, some people will say, oh, you know what, if I'm going to go down and spend money to stay at Universal or uh, or Disney, well, hey, my family really likes more of superheroes and they really like more of Harry Potter and stuff like that. So let's just stay at Universal and let's not spend time at Disney. Well, now Disney can capture those people because maybe those people really like Marvel and so now they can stay um on Disney property to get the perks to go to the Marvel stuff and still go to Universal if they want to but this is a way for them to get a different type of generation different type of fan that they're not currently pulling in on the East Coast as much and I think that would be great for them to be able to do again it's going to keep people going to their other parks just as much and it's not going to spread it out too much So I think you're gonna fill the Marvel Park with Marvel diehards and your other four parks are still going to stay at the capacities they're already at, which I think Disney wants to do. They don't want to have that go down because that's less money for them, right? So I think that would be the thing. Now, what would you replace the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, you know, Epcot, all this stuff? Like, what do you think you would play, replace the Mickey stuff with, right? And here's what we're going to say. Again, Marvel over to itself. Don't use it in the other parks. I think that they should buy... In this scenario, I think that they should buy into Star Wars more and have different planets per kingdom that people are visiting when they go to the Star Wars area. So right now, you go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you go to um, uh, Black Spire Outpost. Okay, now that's a great opportunity there. It's a great land. You get to leave there. There's a place where you get to go and walk through indoor for Star Tours, things like that. Awesome, um, really cool, immersive areas. Okay, I love that. But take that and on the other areas, the other kingdoms. Let's replace things that don't work with Star Wars IPs of different planets of Star Wars that people can really love to grasp the content of, right? So I'm thinking Animal Kingdom, super easy, barely any convenience. Let's take Dinosaur, take all the dinosaur stuff out. They're already, like, Dinosaur the Ride is already not that popular of a ride. Uh, people have wanted to get that ride changed anyway. Uh, the movie is... It's not, I love the movie personally. I loved it. It's one of my favorites, but um, you know it's not super popular. So take that ride out. Uh, get rid of your your carnival area and stuff there. The whole dino area. Get rid of it and turn this into Kashyyyk from Star Wars. This is the planet where the Wookies are from. Okay, for those of you who don't know what a Wookie is, that's Chewbacca. So Chewbacca's home planet of Kashyyyk. It's amazing nature area. I think you could do so much with it. There could be various different rides, things like that. Um, you know, you could get to go and be a part of the Clone Wars with Chewbacca fighting in it with Yoda back in the day. I think it would be amazing to do a really cool immersive ride like that and get to do some really cool nature style rides and stuff in that area where the carnival's at. Replace it with some rides that are uniquely 
specifically themed to look like it's you're in Kashyyyk doing stuff there with maybe Chewy and stuff. <clears throat> and kids really love Chewy most of the time. So I think uh, I think that would be a really good uh, spot for Kashyyyk to be as an animal kingdom. Now, Hollywood Studios. Not too much you'd have to worry about, but Fantasia is really all about Mickey. So what do you do? Oh, you know what? How about you make Fantasia turn that show into a Naboo city celebration we got to see the parade of naboo in uh star wars episode one we got to see that we got to see the celebration of the city we got to see how cool it was take that celebration ceremony that happens put on some type of show put on some type of ceremony okay maybe there's a lightsaber fight with some jedi maybe there's something going on with the gungans fighting up against droids reenact a battle or something and then show that naboo celebration at the end with fireworks and all that stuff i think it could be amazing okay perfect to get that done boom out of the way now later what would runaway railway become because obviously they would keep runaway railway intact for quite a while but what would happen if they go away from Runaway Railway? What would happen when, okay, well, we're not, we're not, you know, doing well with Mickey anymore. It's dying off. We need to rebrand this ride. What do we do? Okay, I think honestly, you should turn it into the Mandalorian. Have something where Grogu, uh, you know, Baby Yoda is, you know, going around causing mischief. You are in a cruiser with the Mandalorian, trying to catch the little guy, um, trying to get him out of his mischief that he's causing and stuff like that. I think that could be a really cool transition that you do and include the Mandalorian, which is super popular right now. It's really, really hot um, piece. Uh, and who knows? There's going to be a lot more Star Wars content coming out. They're going to do Kenobi. They're going to do uh, Jedi's of the Old Republic. There's so many different things they're going to be doing. I think this is definitely the route to go when it comes to this. Now, that's all you really need to do in Hollywood Studios. There's not all that much you'd have to worry about rebranding. Uh, Magic Kingdom, there's not much you'd have to do there. Let me just preface this with Epcot. There's nothing you'd have to change. Absolutely nothing. Mickey is not a huge influence there anyway. But Magic Kingdom, nothing needs to change. Um, there, really, there isn't. But if there's one thing I think you're going to change in the area, this is not within the park, Contemporary Resort, okay? Contemporary Resort has Chef Mickey's. Well, if you don't have the Mickey IP anymore, it's not a strong brand for you anymore, you've got to change that. So what do you do? I love this, guys. Turn Chef Mickey's into Kronk's Kitchen from the Emperor's New Groove, okay? Emperor's New Groove is an amazing, amazing Disney film. Absolutely stunning. I loved it. One of my favorites, one of me and my wife's favorites. Uh, we love the Emperor's New Groove, and I think it's a very underrated movie. Underrated franchise. They made a sequel of like Kronk's, Groove, Kronk's New Groove, um, and, and the Emperor's New Groove movie, to me, never got the love that it needed. Okay, it's just like Atlantis, the movie, the Lost Empire. That movie didn't get what it needed and what it deserved as well. Okay, there was a time period there where Disney animated films weren't looking like they were doing so well in Disney's eyes in the box office and things like that. But these these franchises should have got something. Okay, because just because at that point in time, for that you know three or four year span there, Disney was weighing how something performed based on some metric i don't know what it was but it was some metric that atlantis and emperor's new groove didn't hit okay they didn't hit the benchmark to get attractions or to get a land about them or, or whatever now i think that that sucks 
I think those films were amazing. They have a cult following now and today for a reason. Probably the same time period that Nightmare Before Christmas was being done because you know what? They didn't think Nightmare Before Christmas was that big either. They didn't think it was doing all that well either, but it got such a cult following. It became so huge, not when it first came out, but over time. And out over time, they've understood this is an amazing IP. We need to use it more, and then they have. Okay, Atlantis could be that same thing. Emperor's New Groove could be that same thing. They're both really great franchises. They need to use them more. And Emperor's New Groove, create Kronk's Kitchen. This would be so cute. It would be so amazing in there. You know, you could have like little animatronic squirrels that talk to you when you eat your food because there's the whole Squirrel Scout thing. And you talk squirrel to the squirrels as being a Squirrel Scout. Like so many cool, cute little things in there. Um, you know, he's he's known for his baking. He, he loves to cook, things like that for Yzma. I mean, there's, there's so many cool things you could do with Kronk. That theming could be great. There's already this like old, not as techie, but old like other world culture painting of llamas and things like that up in a mural in the middle of the contemporary resort this would work perfectly with that type of theming and i think it would really really be a cool uh integration of transitioning it from mickey to something else that would have to be relevant okay now again i'm not saying that any of this stuff okay that's going to wrap up what we think disney would have to do at that point and where we think they should go with it just for the man just for disney world but I'm not saying in any way that we want to see all these things happen. I'm not saying in any way that Disney needs to ditch Mickey. I'm saying that if there was a situation where they had to go away from Mickey, these are the things that I think would make sense. Um, so I thought it was a very interesting topic. I thought it was really uh, cool to kind of go through that. Um, you know, hopefully we educated you guys a little bit on the legal side, what, what what's kind of going on with Mickey. Uh, a lot of people again don't know uh, the you know, issues when it comes to that. They don't know the copyright issues and things uh, when it comes to Mickey. Uh, so, th so that is something that can be a bit of an issue. And, uh, you know, pe people are not really aware of what's going on behind the scenes and the inner workings, illegal matters and stuff with that. But you might hear some news about, oh, you know, Mickey's going to be available soon or what happens when they lose Mickey, Disney's losing Mickey, question mark. Like, if you see those headlines, this is what we're talking about. Again, it's, it's big news, but it's not as big a news right now because we don't know how it's going to play out. It could definitely end up like Tarzan and some of these other things where people are just too scared to try to use him because there are ways Disney can sue you if you do the wrong things, if you make it look like it's coming from Disney. And how do you do something with Mickey that isn't Disney because he's so synonymous with the brand. So there's various things there. Again, I don't think this is going to be an issue. I don't think it's going to happen where people are just going to use him all over in the public space. And I think Disney will be able to still keep him as a primary focus of what they do. Now, Goofy and Donald and all these other characters down the road, I don't know. I, I really don't know. They're definitely more iffy. I'm, I'm concerned about Winnie the Pooh. He's my wife's favorite character. Um, so I have concerns about them. But overall, I think Mickey will be safe. Um, yeah, and with that being said, we'll go ahead and start to, to wrap things up for you guys. Uh, what did you think about the episode? Did you know about these copyright issues with Mickey? Uh, let us know in the comments down below. Let us know what you guys think, uh, what we can do to make things more entertaining for you. If you have questions or any other suggestions of what you know they, they could do to change something that's Mickey and go away from it. You know, we didn't change Hollywood and Vine, which is a character meet and greet. You know, we didn't talk about uh, Tusker House and how that's a character meet and greet with Mickey and friends. So, like, those things, we could have other ideas, too. So, if you have ideas, let us know. Um... But yeah, again, we will let you guys know that um, uh, Aurora and I are official travel agents now. Uh, we do specialize in Disney, Universal, uh, Disney Cruises, uh, you know, 
Alani Resort for Disney in Hawaii, uh, Adventures by Disney, International Trips, various cruises, things like that of other brands. So you guys feel free to reach out to us. I will put uh, the link to our travel agent website uh, down below uh, in the comments so you guys can reach out to us. You can go on there, find our email. Uh, and if you're booking a trip, please feel free to reach out. Let us know. We can be able to advise you along the way and be able to make it as easy and seamless as possible so there's so much less work that you have to do in planning your next vacation. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Like, share, and subscribe to the content. Share it with your friends out there. Really appreciate uh, any support that we can get. And yeah, with that being said, uh, Aurora and I will hop off of here for the day. And tomorrow we'll be back, or next week we'll be back with a Harry Potter episode. So thank you. Have a great one. We'll talk to you next week.